0: Hi everyone and welcome to Dev Raga Personal Finance episode 37. In this episode I wanted to discuss about the rule called the 4% rule for retirement. Now if you've been listening to my podcast channel, basically the motto of this channel is to keep financially educated and the other premise is that you try and pay yourself at least 20% of your after-tax income and with that 20% of after-tax income that you've earned from your own income, you invest it and you keep investing it for the long term, 30 to 40 years and reinvest the dividends and don't touch it and let the money grow over the long term. If you did that over the long term, the chances are you're going to retire with many, many, many thousands, if not millions or tens of thousands, etc., of dollars that you probably don't need. So let's get started. What is the 4% rule for retirement? Basically, you need to have some sort of a strategy for retirement, you need to have some sort of mathematical formula so that you can live in retirement the lifestyle that you want to live. So, the rule of thumb for your retirement and having a strategy for retirement is absolutely important. The 4% rule is a general rule of thumb which determines how much a person should withdraw from the retirement account every year. In Australia, our retirement accounts are traditionally called superannuation but you may have investments and other accounts outside of superannuation which you can use for retirement. The aim of retirement well, it's to provide a steady stream of income, enjoy life and also making sure whatever is remaining in the investments for retirement keeps earning interest and dividends for the long term. Now, to consider the 4% rule, you must also consider the things and factors that affect the 4% rule for retirement. And here they are. Number one, life expectancy. The longer you live, the more conservative you need to be. In Australia, most people tend to live around 80 years of age, which is uh, average life expectancy. I think it actually is more than that for women. Um, And we have one of the longest lifespans in the world. And most people in Australia tend to retire at the age of 65, although nowadays it's looking like 67, if not even 70 years of age. So, if you're going to be living a 100 years of age, you're going to have at least 30 to 35 years of retirement for which your money must last you. So life expectancy is technically a very, very important factor to consider. Number two, sequence of returns risk. I've discussed this in my previous podcast. If you haven't listened to that episode, I think it's well worthwhile rewinding and listening to it and coming back to this podcast. So if you retired in uh, 2008, for example, during the height of the financial crisis, then the initial downtrend will have severely impacted on your retirement. So you need to be more conservative in your withdrawal rate. So the 4% rule may not work if your sequence of returns is terrible. Number three with life expectancy comes medical and other unexpected expenses so staying healthy is always important and it's generally nice to be healthy Point number four, inflation. You need to account for inflation in your retirement. I've discussed about inflation as an economic concept in my previous podcast, the various types of inflation, so it's really worthwhile going back and rewinding and listening to that if you haven't or making some research about it. You should factor in inflation, I think, about 2 to 3% in any given year over the long term so you may need to increase your withdrawal rate depending on the inflation but also depending on the rate of return you may also need to decrease the inflation uh, uh, sorry beg your pardon decrease the withdrawal rate if there is deflation instead now to be more conservative and account for inflation you may want to use the three percent rule so assume long-term average returns around six percent take about two or three percent off for inflation leaving you three percent to live off that's an ultra conservative rule so how did this 4% withdrawal rate rule come about? Basically, historically, the evidence came from investment results and data from the United States, as most of these research articles are actually based in the United States. We have very little research available in Australia. But given that in Australia, we have a very similar economic um, you know, model, so we're a capitalist society with some social welfare safety net, Uh, perhaps less capitalist in the United States, but I still think the rule of thumb here uh, applies. The 4% rule still applies using that same data. Now, what they did was they looked at the stock and bond returns between 1926 and 1976. That was about a 50-year period. And in the 90s, after studying the returns of those 50 years over that time, a financial advisor called William Benken, or I think it's Benjen, I don't know how to pronounce it, came up with the 4% rule. So he concluded that even during the most untenable market situations and fluctuations during that 50-year period, there was no situation where the retirement money runs out before, before 33 years. So if you retire at the age of 65, technically you would have money available until turning 98 years of age. That's a pretty good statistical odds, I would say. So essentially, when he looked at the data, he looked at all the ups and downs of the markets of the stocks, ups and downs of the markets of the bond market, and basically concluded, if you withdrew 4% of your retirement account every year consistently, there is never a situation where your money would um, basically run out before 33 years. Um, And that's based on the 50-year data that he sort of analysed. Now, prior to this, people use the 5% rule as a gold standard. Using a similar principle, you withdraw 5% of your total retirement account every year and you keep doing it perpetually. Nowadays, the 4% rule tends to be the gold standard. But depending on who you listen to and who you talk to and who you watch on YouTube or what your financial advisor advises you, there is a train of thought nowadays to suggest a 3% or even a 3.5% rule because historically the stock market returns have been greater than 9% annually and that's even true in Australia. But moving forward, there is some skepticism this, will, this won't this will last into the future. So the conservative returns of 7% in the long term from now on are predicted and this is all really speculation but if you use the 7% um, sort of stock market prediction in the long term, on an annualized return basis, then you may want to be significantly conservative in your retirement drawdown uh, percentage, and that's why they say three or three and a half percent. Now again, this is all speculation, but um, I still think in my view, if you plan for a four percent withdrawal rate, then you're relatively safe if you're going to be retiring in the future. but obviously you need to do your own sums based on how much money you have in retirement, etc, etc, etc. Now, there are some things that you need to do in order for the 4% rule to work. And the number one thing that you need to do is you need to be loyal to it. You need to succumb to it. You need to basically not deviate from the 4% rule. What does that mean? So the retiree must remain loyal to the 4% rule. If the retiree splurges one year, it doesn't work. Let me use an example. So if you spent 6% one year, And spend just 2% the next year, even though over two years the average is 4% expenditure, that is not equivalent to spending 4% each of those two years. This is because you've spent an extra 2% initially in year one, which means you've lost a perpetual compounding effect of that 2% into your retirement. The 4% rule to remain sustainable, you must be disciplined. Then again, I'm assuming you're relatively disciplined or wanting to be disciplined if you're listening to my financial podcasts. So you have to be disciplined to have wealth in the first place and hopefully the behavioral finance aspect of it, and I've talked about this in the past, you've got it down packed and you just need to implement the 4% rule for your retirement um, and hopefully that'll just become sustainable for you in your personal life. Now, the 4% rule though takes into account the drawing down of the retirement account. That is, you're drawing down on the dividends, and you're drawing down on the principal. In my personal opinion, I'm way too conservative. So I don't want to touch the principal in my retirement. So why do you want to touch the principal when you could potentially live off the dividends? Now I've analyzed my dividend portfolio and I've talked about dividend investing in my previous podcasts. And on average, I'm averaging between 45 to 5% annual dividends for the last 10 years. So personally, I factor in the ultra-conservative 4% rule, and that is aim for a 4% dividend rate, that is live off the dividends and the interest, and never touch the principal, if at all possible. This is different to the 4% withdrawal rate rule, so don't confuse the two. So the 4% withdrawal rate rule, just to be absolutely sure, is that you're living off the dividends, plus you're drawing down on the principal. What I propose to do in my own retirement planning is just live off the dividends which in my life has been around 4.5 to 5 percent over the last 10 years analyzing my data that i've accumulated over the 10 years and hopefully that will continue into the future now even if the five percent dividend that i'm getting today is not going to be continued into the future i'm pretty sure i'll be getting about three to three and a half percent dividend as an ultra conservative rule and i'm going to be trying to live off those dividends rather than touching the principal at any time so if you were to do that if you were to think about um, using the four percent sort of dividend rule let's call it that how much money would you need to retire on well the formula becomes relatively easy so you think about an expected annual income in your retirement and you divide that by 0.04 so let's use an example the expected annual income of, let's say, $60,000, that's what you've decided that you need to live off in your retirement. So you need about 60000 divided by 0. 0.04, which is about $1.5 million in retirement funds to be able to draw down 4% and live off the dividends for the rest of your life. That's not touching the principle. Now, some people call this rule the multiply by 25 times rule. That is, you choose your desired income in retirement, then multiply it by 25 to get the assets. Um, And uh, uh, that gives you a bit of a portfolio amount that you need in order to achieve that uh, income. Now, there is a subtle difference between the 4% rule and the multiply by 25 times rule. Now, you can be more conservative, you can say um, you want to multiply by 33 times rule if you're more conservative, and that just means that your dividend income or desired retirement income um, has to be divided by 0.033. Now, just to be absolutely absolutely sure, this is not the same as the 4% withdrawal rate. One is a withdrawal rate is a rule of thumb that you withdraw the dividend and the principal, and the other is... How much you need to retire, rule of thumb. That's the multiply by 25 times. So I hope I've made it very, very clear. Now, then you've got to factor in inflation. So, if you were to have $60,000 in income in your retirement and you divide that by 0.04 and you need $1.5 million in retirement portfolio to draw down, to sort of live off the $60,000 in income, how do you factor in inflation? Because $60,000 today. Is not $60,000 in 30 years' time. So the rule of thumb for this calculation is you pick your retirement income um, that you need, so in our case, let's say $60,000, and if you're retiring in the next 10 years, you need to multiply that by 1.48. If you're retiring in the next 15 years, you're going to multiply that by 1.8, that is, multiply $60,000 times 1.8. If you're retiring in 20 years, you got to multiply that by 2.19, and if you're retiring in 25 years, you got to multiply that by 2.67. So, if you're retiring in 25 years and want an income of $60,000 in retirement in today's dollars, which is a good retirement income by any calculation, you will need $60,000 multiplied by 2.67, which is $160,000 in income, and multiply this by 25 using the multiply by 25 times rule, and then your asset portfolio must be around four million dollars in retirement for you to draw down in today's dollars of60,000 dollars, or in tomorrow's 25 years' dollars of 160,000 dollars. And that's because inflation, as I've talked about, is a primary killer of income and wealth. This all sounds very scary and it is scary. Essentially, what I've told you is in 25 years, if you want a $60,000 equivalent income, provided that we have inflation of 2 to 3%, you're going to need a $4 million net worth. That's a huge figure. So, that's why you need to start saving today. That's why you need to start paying yourself today. And that's why you need to start investing today. If you're in your 20s listening to this, if you're in university... If you're in medical school, if you're in engineering school, if you're a young tradie who's 19 years of old and just graduated and doing an apprenticeship in plumbing or whatever it is, okay, I can't stress how important it is to start early. Don't waste time because compounding is a real, real marvel. You've got the advantage and you can make it work in the long term. So, in summary, what is the 4% drawdown rule? That is you take your retirement accounts and if you draw down 4% of that retirement account perpetually, including dividends and the principal, likely it's going to last for a very long time depending on inflation and depending on how much money that you actually have in your retirement account. For that to work, there has to be a few things that you need to understand that is life expectancy, inflation, and being very, very loyal to that 4% withdrawal rate. We've talked about the different factors that affect it, and we've talked about my 4% rule, which is ultra-conservative. That is, you basically calculate how much money that you need, and then you multiply it by 25 times and just live off the dividends, and that's called the multiply by 25 times rule. If you want to be absolutely conservative... You can you multiply by 33 times if you're thinking about 3.3% dividend rate. And we talked about how inflation, we've got to factor that in, and you can't discount its power to kill your retirement if you're not very, very careful. So, that's pretty much it for this episode. A rather quick one, just 16 minutes, and this is episode 37. And in this episode, we've discussed about the 4% withdrawal rate, inflation, and multiply by 25's rule of thumb. Thank you for listening. And as you know, the motto of this financial podcast channel is pay yourself first, make sure you save money. We aim for 20% of after-tax income and put it away into investments and let the dividends come in and keep reinvesting the dividends and do not touch that money. And we're looking at long-term investment, so 25 to 30 years in the long term. Thank you very much for listening. They say you get what you pay for. Remember, I'm not a financial advisor. It's for learning purposes only and entertainment purposes only. Check with your accountant and financial advisor for real advice. Thanks for listening. And until next time, this is Deb Raga Personal Finance, and stay safe. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Maron from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues